listening to iOS Dev Break, 15 minutes of current events, tips, and advice for iOS developers, including, but not limited to, discussions of Swift, iOS, watchOS, and tvOS. Welcome to iOS Dev Break, episode 10. Uh, WWDC is over, so what now? Uh, this is a great topic for following up with the uh, amazing conference that happened last week. And many of us are probably wondering, uh, well, what do we do now? I mean, last week was so exciting with all of those announcements and uh, so much going on. Uh, I personally didn't attend, but many of you did, and uh, which is awesome. And so you're probably thinking, well, I have all this information. What do I do now? Uh, or maybe if you didn't attend, maybe you saw the keynote, maybe you uh, saw some of the other videos and you thought, well, that, that's great, but uh, wh- what am I supposed to do with this now? There are some strategies that you can take with regard to WWDC or any conference that you go to. And um, WWDC is one of the easier ones to uh, to deal with just because the uh, the format is usually pretty much the same every year. So you can have the same kind of approach every year to it. Uh, the other thing, too, is that they always record this, the sessions. So that makes it very nice, very easy for us to go back and watch those sessions. So really, the, the strategy you can take kind of boils down to a few steps. Uh, first of all is with regard to the WWDC content itself. Um, maybe you, if you didn't attend... Uh, you weren't able to go to, or you weren't able to watch the live sessions. Uh, but so now is the time to start catching up on what you missed out on in WWDC. So the good news is that Apple does have all of the videos available for you to uh, to stream, or you can download it to your device, like your iPhone or your iPad, and you can uh, use that to uh, to watch the videos. So a strategy that you can take is to prioritize and uh, think about a, a viewing schedule that works for your own uh, life schedule, uh, what you do during the day. Uh, the, f- the first thing that you probably want to do, if you haven't seen it, first of all, watch the keynote. It is definitely geared more towards the commercial side of things, the general average user. Um, so uh, it's it is good for us as developers to know what kind of products Apple is releasing. Also, there is some developer content in that keynote, so there will be some mentions of uh, ARKit and uh, CoreML, and you'll see some interesting examples of uh, the VR stuff. Um, so, there, those are the kinds of things that you can keep an eye open for in the keynote. It's at a very high level, not very detailed. So one thing you don't want to forget, and sometimes people think, oh, well, I've seen the the keynote. That's all I need to do with WWDC. But actually, that's only just the beginning. Really, that's just the intro video. The next thing that you want to do is to watch the Platform State of the Union. Now, this is a very important um, video to watch because it really is developer-focused. It's for us. And uh, this is the video where we get to see what's happening in the operating systems, in the platforms, uh, in our developer tools, uh, in Xcode, in Swift 4, all of these kinds of things that, uh, that we deal with uh, in our work. So that's the second priority. Watch the platform State of the Union. Don't forget that. The great thing about it is that it provides a roadmap for you 
that uh, it also is, it gives you more detail than the keynote did, but it gives you just enough detail to sort of pave the way for things that you might be interested in. So the next approach you might do is to think of the kinds of projects that you either work on right now for yourself or maybe for your clients or your employer. Um, also, think about kinds of projects you might want to do in the future, uh, especially in view of what you see in the uh, the demos and so forth in the the platform State of the Union and in the keynote. And once you've thought about those kinds of things, like what your what projects you might be working on, then or things you you think of things that you might be interested in, then map that to the to the platform things that you've that you know about that you've seen. Uh, or maybe maybe you're really interested in the App Store and the modifications, the new things that are happening on the App Store. Maybe you're you're more business focused and you want to know about that. So then the, your next step is to um, prioritize those the videos, the WWDC videos, based on the on your own priorities. Uh, so, so you might break it down into the things that you feel that you need to learn, then the things that you want to learn, then maybe the the stuff that looks interesting to you, and then maybe low priority items. So if you break this down into those particular categories, then you can you can focus on the videos that uh, that map directly to the things that you want to watch. So then once you've created that map, then that gives you the list of things that you need to focus on first, second, third, fourth. So then the next step is to analyze your schedule throughout the day. Is there time when you can view one or more of these particular, these videos. So maybe it's one video a day at lunchtime, or maybe it's in the morning or the evening, whatever works for you. Maybe there's a time that would, would be good for you to be able to view, uh, just, just do as much as you can. Uh, if you, if you end up trying to do a marathon viewing of a bunch of videos all in one, one go, then it may not stick with you. So try to pace yourself, give it a reasonable pace, one that you will still be making progress on, but um, one that you can also follow along, digest, back up, back up the video when you need to. If there's something that you feel like you missed, you want to see an example again. I've had times when I've had to go over several times for a particular topic, just so I understand what it is that they're talking about. Then you can even make notes about it. And uh, then um, if you need to follow up more, then you can go to the docs later on, the documentation. Uh, another thing that I that you can do, and I mentioned this already, is that you can download to your device, like your iPad or your iPhone, uh, those, those videos. If you have enough storage on your device, you can, uh, or you can even prioritize, find all the ones that you really, really feel like you need to watch and download those, keep them on your device, and then uh, you can watch those later uh, at your convenience, wherever you are. Um, you could even do something like listen to the video while you're without actually watching it. And then if you find something that the presenter is talking about that is interesting to you, you could go back to it later and uh, find that uh, particular point and, uh, and follow up and, and actually watch the presentation at that time. So you can circle back to the interesting topics. So that's one strategy for watching the videos. That's what I like to do. Uh, I, I typically don't get all of the videos watched, but that's okay because 
some of the videos really aren't applicable to things that I'm working on. And uh, so it's okay for me not to, to, to watch those and if they fall into the very low priority category. Maybe I'll get to them later. But uh, some other things that you will want to focus on, no doubt, are things such as how to learn the new version of Xcode. This will come up every year. And so uh, typically what happens is that you can download the, the beta version of Xcode and uh, install it side by side with your current version of Xcode. And so uh, you can download the beta, unpack the, the DMG, take the, um, the, the application uh, file for Xcode, uh, take that and then uh, copy it to a location such as your downloads or your desktop or wherever you want to. Uh, and then you can rename it Xcode 9 or uh, some, some name that, that, that's, that suits you. And then once you have renamed the file, then you can take that and drag it to your applications directory and then launch it from there. And then it will do what it needs to do. Um, but the nice thing is you can have both of them side by side uh, and they, they work pretty well next to each other. So, and then the next thing you'll want to learn is about uh, possibly uh, Swift 4. So how do you do that? Well, once again, there's the WWDC videos. So there will be some, you know, there will be mentions in the platform State of the Union. And then there will be, uh, there will be talks specifically about Swift 4 in the video archives. So go, go watch those. Um, also, you might want to go ahead and take a look at uh, a couple other sites. One is Paul Hudson's Hacking with Swift. He has an article that deals with uh, what's new in Swift 4, and also on Ray Wenderlich's site, Eric Cerny has an article entitled What's New in Swift 4 as well. Between both of those, you'll get an overview of the new language features in Swift 4. Also, one thing that you might find interesting too is to uh, try out uh, Ole Begeman's uh, Playground, which is a Swift 4 playground, and it's What's New in Swift 4. And so I'll have the link for that in the show notes. And it's basically a playground that, that demonstrates the new features in Swift 4. One more thing that you would be no doubt interested in learning about is iOS 11. So what are the new features in iOS 11? So an approach, again, that you can take since you've already watched the, the, um, the keynote and the platform State of the Union, those two will give you sort of an, uh, a bird's eye view high level of what's in iOS 11. And then your next step is to go watch the, the WWDC videos that deal with the features that you're specifically interested in. So maybe you have an app that you're working on that would really benefit from drag and drop in iPad. Well, then you can go ahead and, and watch the drag and drop video. Uh, or maybe you uh, want to learn about ARKit or CoreML or Metal 2, maybe you're a game developer. Well, then you can specifically target those videos first, anything that is immediately germane to what you're working on. So target those videos first. Then you might want to get a little bit deeper. Uh, there are some good uh, training uh, books and things coming up. Um, once again, Paul Hudson, Hacking with Swift, also has a new book entitled Practical iOS 11. He had one last year for iOS 10. It includes code samples and uh, it features all of the, the, the new, new frameworks and things that are going to be available to us in iOS 11. And he has a great 
uh, writing style and a very nice way of walking you through those features. So I uh, highly recommend that. Um, also, uh, Ray Wenderlich uh, posted on their site that they will be updating all of their iOS books for iOS 11, just like they did last year for iOS 10. And uh, there's a I'll put a link to the uh, to that in the show notes. Also, it has a list of all of the the books that they're updating. So that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, WWDC is such an exciting time every year. Uh, I always find that it is reinvigorating and it makes me super happy to be an iOS developer. And it gets me all excited about the new features in iOS 11, uh, the new features in Swift 4 and Xcode. So uh, I hope you are all fired up about it too and uh, excited to learn more about that in the upcoming weeks. And uh, so we have between now and roughly October to get all of our uh, apps updated and ready for iOS 11. And so I encourage you to do that. And so um, between now and then, it's probably a good idea to check out those videos for from WWDC. So hopefully you will be able to Uh, do that. And I wish you well in that endeavor. Okay, that about wraps it up for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I will have a couple more follow-up episodes on WWDC. And uh, so I hope you're enjoying these. And uh, also, I hope that you're going to get a lot out of the the content and everything for uh, from WWDC this year. And uh, it'll be awesome to see what you are doing with it and what you come up with. And uh, I, too, will be using some of the, the things that I've learned. And I'm very excited about, uh, about what's coming out of WWDC and for the, uh, the future of iOS 11 and uh, the iPad and a bunch of other things. So that's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Remember that you can find out more information about the show and uh, how you can support the show on our website, iosdevbreak.com. So check out our site for more information. And at that, I'd like to thank you again for listening, and I will catch you on the flip side on iOS Dev Break. Bye.